The smell thing has gotten kind of out of control. Like, so the taste what's fucked me up was now it's like uh, Coca Cola doesn't taste the same anymore. Tastes like Pepsi. <laughs> it tastes like burnt popcorn. I've heard that a lot. I've heard people say that shit tastes like burnt popcorn. Like weird shit tastes like burnt popcorn. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it drives me crazy. But also, like, so I've had the same. I've had the same bar of soap. You look great, by the way. I know I do. You're kind of. You've been in the sun. Bro, I'm a different man from the last <laughs> time that we did this podcast. I'm a completely different man. Still sober? No. No? Absolutely not. No. Whoa. I've, I've been ass out, Tina. I've been Whoa. out here ass out. Hold on. Back up. You were off the Having sauce. Having a gay old time. You being gay? I mean, uh, happy. Well, you could be gay. Uh, that's the same. Is it? I'm never happier than when dicks in my mouth. Okay. Yeah. That, that's more of a me thing. Hey, though. heard. Hey, noted. Because <laughs> uh, you you were off the sauce for a second. I was off it. How long did you go? Three months. That's a good cleanse. Three month cleanse. Um. And I, and literally all I learned is that uh, I'm a better person when I'm drinking. Yeah. Well, I talked. I'm to a you terrible when, sober person. I talked to you when you were a couple. When you were a couple. What's up? Mike. Nothing. I'm oh, just checking. I thought you were fucking with the mic. No. Um, I talked to you when you were like 60 days, and you looked like you were ready to assault mm-hmm. any, a- any, anybody, mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. I feel like we, ha- we have to drink. The situations that we're in most of the time, you kind of got to have a little. I'm drinking right now. There you go. Do you want to drink? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You want a little Mark? No. Want a Bud Light? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, dude. I'm yeah. a beer boy. I'm trash, yeah. bro. I don't deserve liquor. Daddy. Once we go liquor, we don't go back. And I can't go all the way just yet. We got a fucking, we got a show. Damn, one of the big boys, huh? Yeah, baby. Bro, what are we, what are we at, a Phillies game? Who has aluminum bottles, dude? They're 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 cheaper at the the mart down the street. I bet it's crazy. Um, we do have a show tonight, but uh, I got I got fucking hammered last night. Yeah, dude, I got so hammered I fucking hurt myself. Like like I hurt. I got look at my head. Fucking jacked my head. Damn, dude. Like that. Yeah. Like, and in like the in the least cool way ever, I was at this bar on West. It's a cool little like dive, tiny little basement bar, mm-hmm. and I go in there and they have one, they have one bath, like one's one bathroom per you know gender. I mean they don't discriminate, but whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And so the line's crazy, and I gotta piss. So I'm just going outside, walk across the street. There's a little alley, piss in the alley, come back inside. I'm a fucking adult. This is mm-hmm. what I do. Yeah. But to get to where I, it was like underneath this little like parking structure. So to get down to the parking structure, I had to go down a little le- like a little ledge. And I had to hop back up to go back in the, to get across the street. Mm-hmm. And there's a little overhang, and I did it like seven you times. You didn't judge it right, though. I just mi- I was hammered enough. You I did misjudged one of those cocky it. Cocky drunk jumps. It wasn't even. It was a drunk step up. Mm-hmm. And what was weird though is because there's enough clearance. So what I think happened was is I got a little bit too hammered, and I thought I was taller. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to be taller. Mm-hmm. I stepped up, and then I just fixed my posture. Yeah. And I just I think I was I was wearing a hat, so I didn't like mm-hmm. break the skin. Yeah. I wasn't bleeding or anything, but it was like fucking knocked me, dude. Yeah. 
And then I went and then, then I drank harder. Yeah. Because you're, you're, of course. you're, you're like, yeah. I have to What are you going to do? Yeah. Go yeah. to the doctor? No. It's fucking Friday. No, no. There's no doctor. Nobody's even working. Hospitals no. are practically closed on Fridays. Yeah. It's like if you're not on a ventilator, well, you're not, no one cares. If you get hurt on a Friday night, you're, you're just going to die. <laughs> they don't fucking want you there. You when don't I, go. When I turned 21 years old, I was doing this fucking stupid bar trick where I would mm-hmm. take a bottle, uh, like, a, like, a, like a bottle of beer, I'd empty it, I'd finish it, then fill it with water, and I'd hit the top of it, and the bottom would explode out. Have you seen that before? Like you have to do it with water. They can't do it with carbonation. That's the trick. Oh. Is you sit there, you act, you make it. I've never seen. You that. make them think, like here's how it works. Let's do this real quick. You would just take it and you hit the top of it. Yeah, like that. I've seen that with beer in it, and then it fu- it sprays exactly. out the top. So yeah. you, what you do is you have a dummy beer filled with water, mm-hmm. and then you say, "I know how to do this. No one else. Knows. I'm the only one that can do this this way." Yeah. And then you have all these fucking retards that are like, pow, did they explode? Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would hit it, it would explode, and the bottom becomes like super brittle. The whole yeah. thing is just already falling apart. And I would take it and I would just over my head. Oh. Because it's just like, it looks it looks dope, but it's not, you're not yeah. in any danger of doing it. And I was yeah. wearing a hat, so I was like, I'm totally fine. Yeah. I turned 21. I did that trick probably 15 times that night. Mm-hmm. That's your closer. That's my closer. Yeah. I was like, for the boys. Yeah. Like, guys, we're at a house party. The yeah. shirts are coming off. And I'm a wild man. I'm the craziest guy mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. By the way, guys, I'm 21 and I'm choosing to be at this party mm-hmm. instead yeah. of going to yeah. the bars. And I'm so cool. I'm going to do this and probably still get some pussy. Yes. You know? Yeah. I'm going to get pussy and then it's going to be the kind of pussy that I get and I tell you about it the next day mm-hmm. in an obnoxious way. Yeah. Like I say fat ass too much. Yeah. I, I think sh- that I think the guys like that that do that kind of shit, the wild boys at parties, I think that they're the coolest people in the world. But if I ever have a daughter and she ends up fucking some guy like you i'm gonna be so pissed yeah well she will she won't ma- if she no, marries dude, him you're in trouble i'm gonna raise her right you okay but at some point she's gonna rebel against what you've done for i her. think that that's when i become a wild boy because then there you, your daughter's gonna hate you for being a wild boy you're gonna embarrass her and then she's never gonna want to be around a wild boy so you're saying you gotta go wild boy in front of your daughter so i'm not she gonna knows. become a wild boy until i have the responsibility <laughs> of a child so that my daughter starts to resent wild boys yeah <laughs> It's like you're the guy like yeah. you, like you I'm going to become the guy I hate so that <laughs> my daughter will hate those guys and that's love. That's love. I mean that's, that's re- true sacrifice. It's sacrifice. It's reverse psychology mm-hmm. to the ninth degree. Yeah, yeah. That's the way to Yeah. I think I like where your head's at. Yeah. But you know is you know you should also do it. I think about having a daughter a lot. You're going to have a daughter and before you have the daughter you have to get jacked. You have mm-hmm. to you have to put like 20 pounds of just muscle. Yeah. On your neck. Yeah. So then you become what you hate. Yeah. And then your daughter knows to never be with a guy like you. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I want my daughter, my hypothetical daughter to marry. First of all, date and marry the same guy. I want her to like, I want to, I want my daughter to have a high school sweetheart and I want him to be a nervous football player, like a, (laughs) like a muscle man. That uh, is like really shy. He yeah. doesn't know who he is really. Yeah, he's, you the, know? he's, he's the third string corner and he, he's the holder. Yeah. Like, no, I want him to be an. I want him to be good. Oh, you want him to be I want good. to be able to root for him. You want to root for the guy, yeah. but you want him to be soft. A so, like Mentally a, soft. You know, I mean, you know those guys. You, yeah. you had friends on the football team yeah. that were like the like they were they had no idea what they could actually be because mm-hmm. they're just like so good at what they do. That they're self-conscious about the real world. There's like, there's people like that in every field. But the ones that always fascinate me are the freak athletes that are like good people. Mm. 
And it's like, you could, this is your world. And they act like meek little, like they act the way I should act. Yeah. I mean, well, you have, but you have to act the other way. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you just, unless you'll never, people won't, you won't get into any building. Right. You can't even open doors with that. If you look like that and have the personality of a guy who's like jacked and insecure, you can't even open doors. Right. Exactly. Literally, you can't get inside. You have to hit the button every time. Yeah. That's you. There was a guy uh, at Eastern Washington who I played with. This guy's name was Bo Schutzley. It was the best name. This dude was the most jacked, like muscles on his muscles, Mm -hmm. like had like kettlebells for traps. The dude was just the most shredded. You know when like dudes are crazy athletic and they walk on their toes all the time? Like Mm -hmm. LeBron James is always up on his toes wherever he walks. Just, he just bounce. He doesn't walk. He kind of just prances. Yeah. Not in a gay way, in a way where it's like, I could jump 40 inches. He's just so elegant. He can't handle walking weird. No, it's like can't. his body won't let him. No, he's won't just let him. too. He's too. He's too nice with it. Yeah, and he, he's too. He's nice. got sweet feet. He's got he's, sweet feet. Yeah, it's like he just did like the shuttle drill at the, at the pro yeah. day every yeah. day. Yeah, and he and he put a great time down. And yeah, he, it's kind of guy. He put the time down, and then someone goes, yeah, oh, and he's like, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's him all the time. Him and Jesus are walking on the beach, but it's one set of footprints, but it's his footprints. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's carrying Jesus. <laughs> those kind of guys. I know those guys. Yeah. Good old boys. That's what we called them back in Nashville. Man, that's a good old boy. Like a hard-working, insecure muscle man. Good old boys. And the kind of guy can't keep eye contact. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, he's afraid that you're going to look at him for too long. Yeah. And then he's going to have to go do more push-ups. Yeah. This, and this dude was, he wasn't a great, he was like a safety. Yeah. But he wasn't, a, he wasn't super skilled. Yeah. But he was so athletic that you couldn't, keep him off the field like yeah special teams guy yeah he's gonna it, it, go yeah it would be a sin to, to take him out of the game yeah and he would just and like once the boy's a, playing both sides of the ball both sides of the ball and yeah he's, yeah and he's fucking dudes and chicks at the same time the guy mm-hmm. is just he's oh, by okay. and on every part yeah. of his life it's yeah. unbelievable but he also one of those dudes who could tell like it's like he, he literally could not hold eye contact with you for longer than yeah is, is a prize always like you know when guys you ever talk to somebody and they always look up yeah. Where they're always like, yeah, no. I have I was, names in my head that yeah, I will not say. Just, yeah. We yeah. know people like yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. like, I was, and it's just crazy. Like, and you feel like there's never more of a disc. I can handle shifty eyes. Mm-hmm. I can handle the moving around a little bit. I'm a little ADD. I do that kind of sometimes. But when someone just cannot. When someone can't handle the fucking, the stare. The stare. Yeah. 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 I'll look through you if I have to, but mm-hmm. I would. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. Right. Right. You tell that to me one time on here. You said I fucking, I'll, I'll look through you sometimes. Did I say that? Yeah. You it and sounds Dean, like something I would say. You and Dean got mad at me. Like, sometimes you just look at us <laughs> too long. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. You're an intense looker. Well, I mean, I, the thing is, I feel like I, if I'm disinterested, mm. I feel like I, I come off horribly. Yeah. If I, like, if you're talking about shit, I don't, like, if you're talking to whoever yeah. next to me and I don't care about it, yeah. I will check out so hard. It's like I rang a bell. Like, hey, I'm mm. not doing this. See when I when I was sober and when I am sober I I will walk away. Now now that I'm drinking it just makes me a softer person. It makes me a nicer person. Like last night I stood at at Creek in the Cave and like listened to a guy say some shit that I just I truly couldn't have given less of a fuck about. Mm-hmm. And I just listened. I was just patient. I was very patient. I was very kind. I acted like I was interested. I asked questions. I just let him run himself out. Mm. And if I were sober, I would have just literally walked away from the conversation. I can't. I, I mean, who is the time, dude? 
to be sober. sober to, be, to, to be sober and then well, this and, and the, then keep yourself in a situation you don't want to be in. This is the this is the grand lesson I learned from going sober just to do it is uh, that being sober doesn't truly help you until you get to a point where you need like you need to need to get sober or else you're not going to benefit from being sober i think like you 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 have to hit rock bottom they talk about this in addiction all the time like you can't if somebody's in the middle of a drug problem but they don't want help you can't do anything about it you have to wait for them to want to get good to get clean they say with with alcohol like clinically what an alcoholic is is 21 i think it's 20 21 drinks a week classifies you as consuming the equipment of what an alcoholic is. You're, you are an alcoholic. Yeah, see, I'm not even by close de- to that. By definition, if you consume 21 drinks in a week, tw- beer, shot, liquor, or beer, shot, wine. That's one glass. three drinks a night. Three drinks a night. I don't even, I drink twice a week. Jim Jeffries has a great bit on his new on his newest special, and he was talking about how he's like, I don't, I used to drink every night. blacked out every night. Yeah. And... 21 drinks, that's, I would do that. That's easy. That's nothing. Yeah, so. That's nothing. Yeah. And then he goes. If you really think about it, it's it's really nothing. It's nothing. He goes, well, I, I drink. He's like, now I drink one night a week. Mm-hmm. But I still get my 21 drinks. Up. Yeah, why not? And one night. That why was not? last night? I fuck it. By the way. That's is so it- much, though. That's such a crazy amount of alcohol. Like, I, I don't, like, like, last night I was showing my ass and I had three drinks but that's the, but that's also the great part about taking time off of booze when you get back in the game yeah but i wasn't even really drunk but that's my that's what i consider to be like uh what's the word decadence but you don't want to but you don't want to be the guy who's like uh you know tolerance is pretty high you don't want to be that guy no. the guy i i've been that guy like when i was in chicago when i was bartending and getting up every night it, it was i was drinking Five to six shots a night, mm. just shots, not counting beers, not counting cocktails, just a shot of Jameson. We would do like three, five to six, a shift at mm-hmm. work, and we would go out if we were. Yeah, see, that's mics. that's like ridiculous. It's an, I saw a video that's of myself. fucking ridiculous. I saw a video of myself recently from those Couldn't days. Do it. My face is is was twice as I got booze face. Yeah, my face is twice as wide. Yeah, it's it's insane. That's just, the other thing. I have even when I'm drink like even if I'm drinking when I'm out there. I'm not, I can't handle fucking taking five shots in a night. Like, if I take two shots, I'm fucking done. I had shots last night. I, I'm did, not, I did so many shots last but night. But I've also never, I've never, see, I've never been blackout drunk before. I've Shut never up. in my life been blackout drunk. Hold, go back. I mm-hmm. am either drunk or I'm passed out. But I don't walk around not knowing what I'm doing. I've never done that in my entire life. Okay, okay. That, okay, I understand that. Yeah, I've I've fucking been wasted and thrown up, but I just like go to bed. I don't like yeah. like people are like I don't remember two or three hours of last night. I've never done that in my entire life. I've done that because my that. body doesn't can't handle that amount of alcohol to where your brain shuts off, but your body keeps going. My body yeah. goes straight from drunk to asleep. Yeah, I had a, there was a moment. This is my early drinking days, early twenties, where I'd have. The tail end of my night, maybe the last 35, 40 minutes would be like a, oh, I think only once or twice ever I blacked out and then 
continue doing something I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Like one time ever, I remember like it's my buddy's 21st birthday and I, I was a girl who I like had been in love with since middle school. Mm-hmm. Like this girl, this is my middle school crush. And now we're, I'm sophomore, sophomores in college and she had a boyfriend for like eight years Yeah, and they split and she was visiting a friend at my college and she hit me up early and I like, Hey, I'm coming down there. Do you want to meet up with me tonight? And I was like, this is all I've ever wanted mm-hmm. is this moment with this girl. Her name is Jasmine. She's so beautiful. I love her. She's still the best. Mm-hmm. And my buddy, my best friend in the world, he is his 21st birthday and I'm trying to be easy. I'm trying to be chill because I'm, I'm thinking about the end of the night. I know this girl's going to get here a little bit later. I got to be, I got to be buttoned you gotta up. pace yourself. I got to pace myself. Mm-hmm. And my buddy walks up to me and he hands me two um, AMFs. Mm-hmm. You know what those are? Nope. So it's, it's like, a, it's a Long Island. Mm-hmm. So it's literally all the clear liquors. So it's uh, tequila, vodka, gin, triple sec. Um, I'm going to throw up just thinking about it. Yeah, terrible. Mm-hmm. And then it's blue curacao. I've also never had a Long Island iced tea in my it's life. The, you're, not, you're not a 40-year-old black dude. Why yeah. would you ever have that? <laughs> right, you yeah. never have that. It's all they order. <laughs> I, I'm not even, that's all it was every yeah, time. I, yeah. Long, so, okay, so blue curacao, and then you have a little bit of soda. So it's literally just five liquors, mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's, just, it's just blue. It's just disgusting. And my buddy handed me two of them. And the bar at the time, they... They didn't give you just glasses of it. They gave you like, you know, like the containers that you use in a kitchen mm-hmm. to, for like measure for like salt and shit. Yeah. Just cheap ass container. They give you th- in those. So these two, like pretty much 32 ounce cups. Mm-hmm. And my buddy's like, we're going to do it. And he hands me two of those. And then I wake up the next day mm-hmm. in my bed with that girl. Mm-hmm. And apparently I had gone to, drove to where she was, picked her up, drove far away to where I lived, Mm -hmm. got her back to my place and then just fell asleep. Yeah. And she, and the next day I remember woke up with her and she looked so good. And I was like, I was like, we have sex last night. She's like, no, you were so wasted. Yeah, no, of course not. And I was like, do you want it right now? She's like, no, I have to go. Mm -hmm. And I have never did something. And I, you have no idea what you did, but you fucking did something. You shit the bed or something. Dude, I never, you know, I did. I broke my young self heart. I Mm -hmm. ruined my, my middle school version of myself will never forgive me. Right. I fucked that up so horribly. Yeah. And I have not seen that girl since Mm -hmm. it's been nine years. She's heard me talk about this on the pod and had reached out to me and was like, oh yeah, that's exactly Mm-hmm. You fucked all that. She's like married now and shit yeah. to a guy who's like the best. Who's like mm-hmm. a nice guy. And I'm like, I fuck. Yeah. It See, I want her to be my daughter. She's yes. Yeah, she said no. Yeah. She tried to fuck me. Was in a position and I fucked it up. Yeah. And now she. All of the women that you probably hate the most in your life because you couldn't have sex with them because they had uh, high standards or something, whatever it is. That's who I want my daughter to be. <laughs> a guy, a girl that wouldn't fuck you specifically. <laughs> <laughs> but now here's the thing I truly feel that way But I love the shit out of it <laughs> But I can't have my daughter Fucking a guy like you I'm, you I'm know gonna what? be the guy okay. that like can't Like will have a kid And I can't bring any of my friends around them Around her Yeah Like because like you, Okay but do you do you believe that because they say everything is imprinted on you from a, at a young age. The things that you are attracted to, you kind of got from your childhood. And you, it's why we yeah. date women that are like our moms. Yeah. Right? If you have a daughter mm-hmm. and you let her be around all of your just dirtbag friends, mm-hmm. 
I would say the numbers would say the chances are she will end up with a dirtbag kind of guy because that is what that's her love that she has for you and the people in her life at a young age, even though it's not that same kind of love, it's a kindred thing. Mm -hmm. So then when she gets older, she kind of identifies with that type of man. Mm -hmm. So you're smart by never letting your daughter around mm -hmm. people like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's I'm I'm going the opposite. I'm going immersion therapy. I'm going to become the man I hate, so oh. that she she resents the fact that I am the way I am. Does it work that way with women? Do women date men like their dads? The way I have men no idea. Date women like their moms? I don't know, but but I also don't. I don't date women that are. I'm not attracted to women that are like my mom. Okay, but like you never know that until it's over. I well, no, I'm saying like the like the women that I've dated the longest in my life have not like the the women that I like keeping around have not been like my mom in any way. They're black. A couple of them were. Yeah, yeah. See, the girl that I dated for for you know the love of my life at the time, two years in Chicago. This mm -hmm. girl, black girl, beautiful girl. She was the best until she wasn't. And then when it was over, I was like, oh no, that is I just that's my mom. It's mm -hmm. literally. Because, but she's black, so I don't I don't see it as like that's the thing of like oh it's not my mom my mom's white, mm -hmm. but everything down to body type, mm -hmm. and I was like oh no yeah but didn't notice it till it was over yeah then it was like oh yeah you just I just dated someone who was pretty much my mom mm -hmm. for two years yeah fucking you know what are you gonna do what are you gonna fucking do bro yeah fucking Bonnie doesn't get it you can't you just can't I don't know dude I've been thinking a lot about. Have. And by the way, if we're going to make this a like, I'm get, trying to like make myself out to be this like new stereotype of the overprotective dad over his daughter. Is there something sexist about what I said? I, like I want my son to fucking be a virgin till he's 35. Hell yeah. Just because and, and like my son is going to and my dad kind of did this to me when I was a kid. I, like like. If you have sex with a woman, you will get pregnant. She will get pregnant, and, and you will get a disease, and you will die. Like that—that yeah. that was like my sex ed. That's as a kid, like fucking Mean Girls. Literally, that is I, verbatim what I was taught. Yeah, and I went the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went oh, the yeah, other I'm way. Still, big, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. It's been bad, but it's it's as long as my son isn't w uh, way too defiant. I think that because I, I was just defiant about learning that. But as long as my son isn't defiant about learning it the way I was, then I think it'll be fine. But I'm going to scare the shit out of my kids about, but don't you think that then, about being adults. Okay, but then, The more I live, the more I realize that like the people that I know in my life whose parents were a little too laissez-faire about teaching them life lessons, I'm like, I'm going to fucking teach my kids some shit. Say that again. Which part? You know what part I'm talking about. Laissez-faire? <laughs> you like it? You like it? Laissez. Them's words, bro. Them's words, Them's man. words, bro. <laughs> the kid came to play. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to, though, if it's your kids. But then how do you do it? How do you incept, use inception on your children so they don't do what? So if you try and do the same thing your dad did and make mm -hmm. you scared of it, mm -hmm. they might turn the fear into power and then be a whore like me. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But I'll tell you this much. Like, um, every man on my dad's side of the family has a bastard child. Every yeah. single man. Really? Except for, uh, of my dad's generation and older. My dad's, my generation of men on my dad's side of the family, like me and my brothers and my cousins, 
we're all at an age now where all of our dads, my uncles and and my dad had a kid at our, this point in their life. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like like uh, literally all of them. Yeah. All of my uncles, everybody. And so I think that I, I think that there's something about because I was also never I didn't really put all that together until I found that out by myself, like as an adult. I was like, oh, yeah, uncle, fucking uncle, blah, 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 has a bastard kid. Uncle, blah, blah, blah. Uncle, yeah. My dad has a they all. Had, and it's like, wow. And none, none of their kids do, though, like none. And, and I think that there's something about that can get like just the just the knowledge, because I knew when I was a kid that my dad, I have a whatever it is half sister Mm -hmm. that i've only met like a couple times in my life so are all those all the men in your in your family married they had a bastard kid and now they are married and now have like great families okay so they had a bastard kid but like they weren't like they were married but they had a kid outside of that marriage no 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 it wasn't like cheating or no it was was before the marriage okay yeah yeah yeah. i mean like that's but you know it's it's also different time like my dad's my dad and his brothers grew up in fucking bandera texas in the 80s like like that happens it's like they had fucking kids kids were coming out of everybody everyone's men were having kids they were leaving it in everybody oh yeah they were leaving it the it. fuck Dude, in. I just started leaving it in. With Bro, the they still don't have condoms in Bandera. They're I mean, illegal. I mean, yeah, They're fucking have, illegal. Don't have. Make more yeah. people. Make yeah. more people. Dude, I started leaving it in recently. Okay, man. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. It feels great, don't it? Yeah, the girl that was just here is a girl I was seeing for like three months and mm-hmm. broke up with me yeah. like three, like four days ago. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to see you anymore. And I was like, okay. And then she came over here today. Yeah. And it's just fucking leave it in fest. Mm-hmm. And now... That we're not together. Mm-hmm. But see, that's I, I different. I gotta decide if I'm gonna leave it in next time. I feel like we're leaving it in a lot more. I think that there was a weird. There, I think that it's just like uh, Generation Y and Boomers that weren't leaving it in all that much before them. They were leaving it in, but they were just fine with having kids. But now we can leave it in because there's birth control. Yeah, I mean, she's got like one of those. Like, I mean, the shit that chicks have to do, it's unbelievable. Like, they she had like an implant put in. She have the Nuva ring. She not the Nuva ring, but there's the one where it's like goes deep up in there, and pretty much you can't get pre. It's like ninety nine point nine percent success. Like, cause it, it pretty much just it. Bro, just, the girl I lost my virginity to, I watched her put a Nuva ring in. That is terrifying. Yeah, I went with a girl one time. She who, also snorted uh, fake synthetic molly in an in a gas station bathroom 30 minutes before she took my virginity i mean is she around tonight no but i know her name can we see her i could show you her yeah well, are you proud of this one like if you no, show, fuck if no. you show me a picture of i'd her, rather still be a like if i go back in time i would just <laughs> rather still be a virgin wait if you go back in time would you okay so you're a virgin to this day mm-hmm if you don't have sex with her right now, would you rather be a virgin at this oh, age right now? Oh, have sex with her right now? How no, she no. is right now? Because she's gotten better. No, no, no. I'm saying that would you rather have not had sex with her at all mm-hmm. and be a virgin today than to have the trajectory that you had where you hooked up with her and then... Yeah, dude. I would If I could go back in time and do one thing <laughs> and change my life, it would be to not have sex with her even if that meant I was a virgin to this day. Yeah, 1,000%. Yeah, but I'm a good old boy. I'm sweet, dude. I'm a sweet boy. You're a sweet guy. You're a sweet guy. I feel like you. I like. I'm. I'm at this point where I. I like having meaningful sex, I and that like means ye- you have a lot less sex. Yeah. For millennials, yeah. like, you, like you, if you actively try to be like, I'm only gonna fuck people 
that I like at the very least. I'm kind of on a love trajectory. Like I, I'm at the point where I've just had so many terrible sexual situations. And by a lot, I mean the 95% of the sex I've had in my life was just like me, like meaningful, terrible, stupid situations. What was the worst one? That one for sure. The, the first virginity. one was, yeah, dude, dude you want to hear it? You want to yeah, hear kinda, it when I lost my virginity? Kind of. So I don't know who the fuck that I don't I have absolutely no idea how I met this girl, but you don't even know how you met her? How old were you? Uh seventeen. So I dated I dated a girl in high school for three and a half years. Like the second semester of freshman year to senior year graduation, I dated the same girl. And we never had sex. We would sixty nine a lot. It was a lot of mouth stuff, a lot nice. of finger fucking God, I love a lot of and we dated for three and a half years and I loved her, but it was just I had that thing in my head of like from my dad. I mean, you know, like six months in and my dad realizes this is my girlfriend and this is my first girlfriend ever. He's like, Hey, if you leave it in, you're gonna fuck up your life and he knows what he's talking about. Right. And so we never I was just very weird about having sex and then we broke up and and it was just kind of one of these things where like I was 17. I graduated high school at 17. That's young. I was and 19 when I graduated. Were you really? Yeah, See, that's old. I, I think you're just supposed to be 18, right? You're supposed to be 18, but I was a little bit older, and I think my parents held me back for sports Yeah, reasons. Yeah, I was I was 17 when I went to college. Sports. Yeah. All these. Is that tacky? Bro, it's the most narcissistic thing I've ever seen in my life. My mom made it for me, though. Yeah, that's cute, but like, as the background for your podcast? I know. It's is, a lot. Is it? Mm-hmm. Would, uh, be, would it be I mean, better like if it was like it. the American flag? Would it be better? Is that no, more? Or less? No, this is better than this is better the American, American flag, flag, right? Yeah, for sure. It's not. It's not. Yeah, that for bad. sure. It's kind of cute. It's very cute, but but you gotta you gotta preface that your mom did it. Then it's cute. Yeah, but like it's not like I mean that's why I put this thing here because it kind of cuts away from. Yeah, I don't like the name. I don't want the name on the the the, the twenty three is like I love the number twenty three. It could just be that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, oh, keep going. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I just I think about this sometimes if I should um, get rid of it or not. So I I remember the day that I met her, but I don't remember like what I don't remember how it happened. I just remember meeting her, and she was one of these girls. She was a fucking dick shark. So were like, you? She was. Hold on. She were was you very not with experienced. The, girl? the other girl, the girlfriend you had broke up. We broke up, and this was I guess I guess I I had sex with this this girl, like. Either right before I graduated high school or the summer between high school and college. It had to be because me and my girlfriend, I remember like I broke up with my girlfriend like a couple weeks before senior prom, which is like at the end of the year. Okay. Right. So this was like, this was like, I'm about to go out. And this girl was a dick shark. This girl could smell dick. And I'm not saying this in a derogatory way. I'm just saying she was like, she knew when she met me, she knew what the fuck she was doing. She was very confident. She she just knew who she was, and she was like, "We're gonna have sex." She never said that, but looking back, I can tell this whole thing was a ploy for her. She's she was gonna fuck me. How old was she? Same age. Yeah, yeah. So she was. A, she she was, went to a different high school. So though. she was an old soul. She's an old soul. <laughs> yeah. Because you mean yeah. you mean any woman in her thirties, yeah. and that's how they live. Yeah. She. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She knew from the get who who the fuck she was, and and that's cool. But all I'm saying is I wasn't. Right now, she to this day has no idea that she took my virginity the night that we had sex. She has no idea. I didn't tell her. 
She was just so confident, and she was just so she made the whole thing happen. You don't think so? She, she was. Oh well, she. So listen. So, yeah, go. The night that we fucking I I know that we're hanging out. I think that we had hooked up a couple times before the night that we actually had sex. Hold on, hold on. So back up. So this is a girl who you met in some way. Yeah. Had kind of a sexual back and forth with, mm-hmm. and then built up to you losing your virginity. Yeah, like, okay. like, yeah, like, like she. It wasn't like you sucked met my dick on my friend's couch. Okay, so before I, we ever had sex, so it wasn't like you met her, and then took your virginity that same that same no, time. No, no, no. This it was, was a weeks. little bit of a okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you, got you, got yeah. you. Um, we went over to I think it was her house. Um, the and and I went over to her house at night, knowing full well that we were gonna probably be having sex yeah i put i had a cigarette box 17 had cigarettes cigarette box was like two cigarettes in it and i put a condom in the cigarette box smooth yeah so and i put it like when we go into one condom one condom yeah i only need one hey to this day only need one I'm a fucking, I'm one load out, dude. I'm an industrial washing machine. I just have one load in me, you know? That's it. I'm not one of these fuck all night guys. I'm, I am, I am sex. I, I think Chris D'Elia used to say this on his podcast a lot, but I have sex at max for 15 minutes and I'm fucking done. And I'm done. I'm not one of these fuck all night guys. And uh, hey, if you're and hey, if you're looking for it, look the other <laughs> way. Because I get a little bitchy about it. After uh, after that load, I I'm out. See, okay. we're cooking something. Dude, that's a mentality that you have that you've morphed into, but at the time you just only think you need one. Mm-hmm. Now, as I get older, I'm like, I got to bring 3 or 4 for when I put the condom on and my dick's like, what are we doing with this condom? Mm-hmm. We're out. Mm-hmm. It's literally like like a scene in a spy movie where they suffocate you with a bag over your head. Yeah. When he sees that, if I if he knows mm-hmm. that there's a bag coming, he's not playing anymore. Yeah. He takes his so ball. So I have and he that same home. thing, and this happened that night. I I I developed that fear instinct this night that I'm losing my virginity. So it. she. I'm so happy. I'm so. What excited. happened? Let me let me really try. Let me really go play by play. So we go into the house. I remember. We walked in, and I've got tunnel vision, dude. I'm like walking into the fucking Rose Bowl. Like I, I'm like, I know what's going on. Like I know exactly what we're doing, and I remember just literally having tunnel vision and being like, I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. I'm thinking of the plays in my head. I'm thinking about what we're about to do, but not in a confident like I'm about to fuck this shit up way. But like uh, this is the biggest game of my life. You're the guy in the back who's not like getting yeah. with the rest. Of this the guys. is senior You're the guy, night. He's just like focused, like really yeah. like, squinting a lot. Yeah. So uh, I remember the one thing I do remember I can fucking I can visualize the layout of her house. We walk in and uh, it was dark. There were no lights on literally at any point in this entire experience. I don't think a single light was on like we walked into this house and I think it was her mom's house. I mean, it wasn't her house. She was fucking 17 or 18. Like it's not her house. Right. We walk into this house. We go into. Now, this is where what I don't know for sure, but I, I can almost guarantee you that it wasn't her bedroom. I've had a lot of sex in my life in neither of our bedrooms, me or the girl. 
I've done that a lot in my life, bro. I had a I fucked on a race car bed once. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that was the first girl that touched my butthole on a race car bed, bro. She touched my butthole on a race car bed. See, dude, there's nothing funnier than just objectively reporting on your life. Mm. That's a lesson for you right that there. That is, dude, there's nothing funnier than trying to... I got my it, dick sucked in two Brentwoods. Dude, there's nothing funnier than trying to by the same act girl. like you're not in a race car bed. <laughs> oh, it was... There was a point in that sexual experience where she said, like, it was like, I think I couldn't get it up or something, right? I was just like unenthused about what we were doing. And she was like, yeah, this is a little weird to be fucking on my cousin, little cousin's bed. And Why I was like, you, yeah. Okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta and it was pause. also like at six in the morning. Stop, hold on, we gotta pause. We gotta pause. Bro, the birds were singing. <laughs> Bro, it's like it's like overcast. The, yeah, the clouds. Oh yeah, dude. Through. People were there was a window on the like I'm like we're fucking the race car beds right here. There's a window right behind us. It's open, and I'm seeing people like drive to work. <laughs> like like it, it, like we're in a subdivision, oh, and, there's there's people, a, and I'm fucking on a race car. There's bed, a bro. bus stop with the fucking with yeah. the or with the fucking grocery. I'm fucking, bags. I'm fucking one of my best friend's sister. Who looks exactly like him Why? on a race car bed Why? But, okay. at six in the morning? We gotta stop. Why not in her bed? I don't know. Why would you even say? I don't know. How old were you with the race car bed? 19, 20, 19, 18. I was okay, 18. Okay, that, that's fair. Because like, I think when anything but under 20, mm-hmm. you don't care where it is. Mm-hmm. Like you'll, you'll talk yourself in to like, oh, this isn't weird. Right, or well, it's, it's, you're it's, so it's, blindingly horny that you just want to make it happen. And this is another, this is another fold in my sexual experiences in my life is that I fuck a lot of women that no, I fuck a lot of dick sharks. Like I fuck a lot of women that are looking for dick because mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a pussy hound. I'm not looking. So the only time I'm ever in a situation where I'm having. Uh, like meaningless one night stand sex. It's girls that are actively looking for dick, because I'm never putting it out there like that. Right. You know what I mean? The, it's always girls that are. So yeah. she wanted to fuck. She wanted to fuck now, and we couldn't make it to her room. We and had to, we had to sp- stop in Timmy's room. And you know what? There's a specific type of woman that's yeah. a dick shark, mm-hmm. and they're not ones you show your friends. No, no, no. I didn't have to show my friend this girl because it was his you, sister. You fucked last night? Yeah, he was like, you fucked Carissa last night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk about it. But anyway, so vir- the virginity girl. So we're in a bed. Hold on, how was the sex in the race car bed? It was terrible. It was really? fucking terrible. Have, yeah. you ever had, have you had good sex in your whole life? A couple times. A couple times? Yeah. So the majority, of the, what do you say you're batting right? What's your average? But it's bad for me. I think that most of those girls are probably. You think they have a good time? I think that there, well, I think that the vast majority of my sexual experiences are like, it's like I come and I'm like, what, why are we here? I feel like, what are the, we doing? You're the kind of guy that turns her but around. But I get, I feel guilty when that happens. You turn her around immediately because you don't want her to see you scowl. I feel like you scowl when you have sex. Like, I'm fucking, don't even want to be doing this. No, I'm just, I'm just very, I don't think I'd, I'm not mean or aggressive in any, any way. It's just like, I'm just like, once it's over, I'm like, this was a bad idea. Every time? No, not every time, but most. Yeah, for that's, sure. But that's a lot, though. To say yeah. to say most times, yeah. you walk away like... Like 95% ah. of the times. Yeah. You So most times when you have sex, you walk away like you should have had that last candy bar. Like, I shouldn't have had that last one. I, sh- yeah. I shouldn't have had that last yeah. Reese's yeah. Pieces. Yeah. 
And it's not really, I'm not like upset with her in any way. I just feel guilty that I like, I'm not a big swindle. I hate swindling people. I'm a very honest person. Why do you feel like you're swindling? If you're having sex with somebody, you didn't pull a fast one on them. Well, there's plenty you're of You're not times. saying you're Brad Pitt. You're, I'm Matt. You want to fuck? I'm right here. This is good for both of us. Thank you, ma'am. That's not what I would say most of my sexual experiences have been. It's been a lot. I've had a lot of girls that liked me that I didn't like that I feel like I used their like for me to just try to get a nut. Sure. And then once that's over, I feel bad that they want to be there. They want me to stay there, and I just want to get the fuck out. And I do feel you, guilty because it's Do you lying. feel like they— It's lying. It is lying. Do you feel like and I'm, they— I'm a very honest person. You're an honest guy. Do you feel like they pick up on that? Do you, do you Or do you hold it down? Because you don't hide bro, your emotion well bro, if you don't want to. Bro, I think that there is a—not a lot of girls, but I bet the most of the girls that I have sex with to this day have no idea why we stopped talking. Like, they're like, what the fuck happened? So you put on a show. I'm a ghoster, bro. Call me Casper in this bitch. Wow. Because I'll just, I just have like a kill switch where I'll just be, I'll just stop talking to you. I'm very good at just not talking to people. You just it's not it, even a sexual thing. You just shut it down. Like if somebody wrongs me, yeah, I'm so good at just fucking. We're we're not talking. Well, I kind of get a little joy out of it. Well, the last two ones I thought I thought you got I thought you were just mad at me. You didn't, you didn't text me back for fucking three months. Yeah, see that that's the but now that's actually not the same thing because I'm not like not talking to you because I'm mad at you. I'm just very right. good at not talking to people. You love not. talking I'm an to extremely me. when you called me insular, last night, private person. When you called me last night, I literally thought this guy is in trouble. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't heard from you in well, two that's months. Another, but that see me calling you last night was was uh, is another fold of me. Yeah, D like drinking again. Yo, I because I turned into a good person when I drink. I was hanging out with two women last night. Two women that I know from work. Mm -hmm. Very nice girls, total babes. I total babes. I, I said, excuse me, my friend Matt needs me, mm -hmm. and I walk out of the bar yeah. restaurant and I call you back, and then I, and I didn't see you because I was you know whatever mm -hmm. you would do. Yeah, but they were like, is your friend okay? And I'm like, he's fine. Mm -hmm. He's doing great. I'm glad and he, you know he's he let, he let me know he's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that that's another. That's a whole another. That's a whole different. That's of, an offshoot of your personality. You, well, that's just like I I feel like over the last couple of weeks and especially like these last couple of days with the shows that I've done and the people I've done those shows with, I feel like I have finally found like like good people. I found the bros. Yeah in the comedy scene and like I've been like hanging out and having fun and going to bars like after shows you didn't already and, have like, that? doing shows well no last time I was on this podcast I, I was talking like a fucking asshole about yeah. like I don't like people and I don't fucking want to talk to Who'd anybody you hang out with last night um I hung out with Mikey Swinson I like Mikey uh Raza Joffrey Sam yep. Prickett and, Chicago guy uh, those are my boys from Chicago yeah yeah and uh and it was just like we were at Creek in the Cave and there was like a bunch of comedians that showed up to watch a show and then we were just like sitting around and bullshitting and like very, like the Creek in the Cave was like phenomenal. They were very fun. They were very warm. Colton and Rebecca and Marty were like very good about like in letting comics come and like feeling wanted and like very warm and welcoming about letting us be there. And I, I like, got turned away on set on fucking Friday. Yeah. No, Thursday, well, it was probably Thursday. literally a sold out. It was issue. sold out. It was sold out, and, yeah. they, and they don't have the inside. See the, so like I got the late, it. the late show yesterday wasn't sold out, so there was like plenty of room. It though. was Ali Sadiq. It was still there. Yeah, or did he used to do one night. No, he did. He's he did doing it today. He's probably right on stage right now. 
That's right, because they have the show. Where the where the late show? The eight o'clock is a late show. Dude, we're this the, is the, the fourth show they've done today. They did a brunch show at no, like eleven. That got canceled because of the rain. Oh, brunch show got canceled. There was supposed to be four shows. Yeah, and we were going to be the last one. We're the last at one. eight. Well, they had a mic too. It wasn't it? Like, it's like yeah, the, yeah. The second show was like a brunch mic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Ollie, and then us. Tonight's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. I'm very nervous. Are you? Mm-hmm. It's the first time I've ever been nervous to do a. I've done like a like a a, a good amount of roast battle shows. But it's not. But the thing is, it's not like I feel like this is my first roast, like true roast battle. I've mm-hmm. done like back and forth with 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 comics on stage before, but it wasn't like a setup like part of the show. Oh yeah, but this is a legit proper roast battle show. I mean, I sat there and like I've like I, I've I've written this. This is written down. Yeah, but like, you don't. I sat you don't there need to because yours is gonna be fucking easy, dude. You, I mean, you yeah, have it's to be, battle fucking Dean. Yeah, it is. It about Dean, and also like he came to the. So I was at Lucky Duck, and I was doing my set. And Dean just tried to fucking pop. You know when you walk at Lucky Duck and he stands behind you, can stand behind him yeah. by the bar. He just said something, and then I just go like right into a joke that I'd already written about him. Mm-hmm. And it, and like I'm like, this is gonna tell me a lot about if the rest of these are gonna be worth a shit. Yeah. Do it. Boom. Hits. I'm like, is we're good. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. Now it's now it's a how dark do I want to go? Yeah. Well, my my <laughs> thing with the Adam is that I just I'm I'm battling adam lucky and uh it was it's just like a lot of people especially last night were talking about how like they're like really excited for me and him to do it i think there's a lot of like we're both really good roasters and so like i think that the matchup is for like you know like to see like there i feel like there i have put a lot of pressure on me to be like this needs to be like the most entertaining of the of the battles because it's like we're both real. It's kind of like what we do. Yeah, it is and a thing where you look at it like you guys are the kind of guys where you see that and you're like, oh, that's what this is supposed to be. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not nervous in any way. I'm going to lose. That's not what I'm nervous about. I'm just nervous about like I want it to be as entertaining as everyone else wants it to be. Yeah, I, mean, I don't like, want it to be like that's a, out of your hands. No, but it's not because it's like it depends on how well I write the jokes and I know he's going to deliver. And so it's like I want to hold my own with him. I want to go all 12 rounds with this guy. How many how many how many how many jokes have you how many jokes did you write and how long it took you to write them? Um, And we're we're going to get back to this this virginity story in a second. I probably wrote like 15. We're doing five. Yeah. Um, And so I always write way too many and then kind of figure out which ones stand out and then tighten those up. Yeah. Um, and I have some, um, how much time did you spend on it? Oh, I, dude, the, the night I, I was on the road with Catan the night that I found out and like, it's all I've thought about ever since I I got called out. I wrote my stuff for Dean within 20 minutes, like not even, not the full joke, but I knew the premise of each one of these things I was trying to hit. Yeah. Cause like with Dean, it's like, it's already, he's already a caricature. Yeah. It's like, how can I say the things about him without saying the things about him? Yeah. How can I find a fun way to say this guy's a fat, dumb redneck? Right. Without saying you're a fat, dumb redneck. Yeah. So, but that, and that's, but I also like, uh, maybe you like, maybe you enjoy it, but I don't, I don't really like, I like the exercise mm-hmm. of I'm writing this for this. Yeah. And it'll only exist in this space one time and I can never use it again. Yeah. I like that, but it's also like, gosh, I just want to do my fucking stand up. I just want to do my yeah. shit. No, I love it. I love it. I love doing roast shit like it's i fucking love it so much and this is this is like the coolest this is going to be the coolest one that i've ever done also because 
I've never had this happen before, but like all the Rose Battle shows that I've ever done, it's been uh, like you find out who you're roasting and then I would just do a shitload of research and like to find out things about these people. And so it'd be a lot of me just trying to like comb through their Facebook and like comb through their Instagram and like find out things about these guys because it's also been a lot of people that I don't know that well. Mm. And the next morning after Craig hit me up and said, Adam called you out for the row show. The next morning, Adam texted me. I was like, hey, do you want to exchange information? And I was like, oh, he want like, this is the way to actually do it is exchange information because it's not really about who's bet The row show is not about who's better at finding out information about the other guy. It's about like putting on a good show. Yeah, it's like you want to give them, it's like, hey, look, like, so I don't he, know like, if you gave know me, this about me. Yeah, he was like, he is- told me all this, all these shitty things about him and then I gave him a bunch of shitty things and so it's like, we need to give the other dude the best dirt on ourselves that we can so that when we do our back and forth, it just keeps escalating and like, yeah. we know. See that, see, but that's, that's you guys being professionals. Yeah. And that's, it's awesome. I never, I never even thought of doing a roast that way. Well, I mean, I think that, I mean, these guys that do roast battle, roast battle, the ones that are on comedy central, like the ones that was on the show for a while, the ones that you would see on TV, all the web series and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Those guys are like, they all know each other. And they're all like right. Well, not only that, but they're also like the 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 fucking guest of the uh, the honor of the whatever the fuck it's called. The guy that's getting roasted or girl that's getting roasted is a celebrity, so we know the whole public knows these right. things about them. But I like I I recently watched the one where where Hinchcliffe loses to a uh, fuck. What's that fat bearded dude? It was uh, like Mike Lawrence. Yeah, Mike Lawrence, yeah. and he fucking that was the first season. Yeah, and he just. And I was watching that. I'm like, oh, this Mike Lawrence guy. Like that was first. I remember I watched that when it when it aired. Yeah. And not yeah, knowing who too. Mike Lawrence was. Yeah. And, and knowing who he was the one was. that ended up winning. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew who like, he beat. He beat uh, what's his fucking face? He the the British dude. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the guy has I can't think of his name. Yeah. Um, uh, Jimmy. Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. He beat yeah. Jimmy Carr, and then he beat. He like had all these upsets. Yeah. And then you watch him go, and you're like, oh no, he's just he's just built for this. Yeah. He's just, yeah. he, he's like a true writer. So I'm watching that. And I was also like, I mean, I haven't done a roast like this in forever. Mm-hmm. Even, and even when I did it, it was like, a, oh, I'm, we're going to go talk shit to each other or I'm not going to write anything. Yeah. This has been like fun. Cause now I'm doing the thing with Dean where it's, it's like, I know enough about him, but no one else knows anything about him. Yeah. Well, that, well, that's it. That's the other aspect of doing it, doing a roast show at the level that, everyone that's on this show is at is that nobody in the crowd knows the guy you're making the joke about. So you have to introduce the subject. It, that That's a new level to roast writing because like when you're roasting Pamela Anderson, you can just go straight into the joke and you can get to the punchline quicker. But the setup when I'm roasting Adam, I have to say what the setup is like this guy, like the jokes have to start off with, uh, this guy met his wife on Tinder. Like you have to give the information because they don't know that. Yeah, you have to get the information. So you, a little you bit. have to introduce the the flaws in your opponent. Yes. And then the punchline is the punchline. And the fun part of that also is like setting up like ha- like like one of the opening jokes I have just for the Dean thing. It's just like something like that hits, but it all, it's also it's a joke. It's it's solid, but then it's also setting up the next three jokes. Because it's establishing this guy's like a cokehead or whatever it is. Mm. How can I establish? How can I make a joke? See, I go, I go the other route. What I don't do, do the same topic more than once, like yeah. the same subject. Well, I like, I like doing it. I like the threes, mm-hmm. M- maybe two. Because if one is a setup, this like the one that I have with Dean would just be like, you know, something just like the the setup would just be like, oh, like 
the only thing keeping between Dean and being a, a comedian is cocaine and talent yeah. and talent. Yeah. And then that then springboards into something else about Coke that mm-hmm. I have. And it's like, now I'm like, boom, let's go. Yeah. Or it's like, and it, it's all just like, how can I go? Cause y'all can't be too mean. Yeah, you can. You can't be too, you know, I'm saying like, if they don't know, if I go first and they just see this fucking fun, loving redneck dude, and I start calling him a cunt. I don't know. I disagree. You think so? You think it's yeah, fine to go hard they're coming, early? They're coming for a fucking roast show. Okay. They're coming for the bullshit. That's and, how you feel? And that's, that's another thing that I, I think about, especially me and Adam going up against each other, is that Adam is a heavy dude. Yeah. He does heavy jokes. I know he's coming with the heavy shit, so yeah. I didn't write my jokes. You for, didn't pull anything. Well, they're not cute. They're not. The, like my jokes aren't really they don't one. have really fun turns of phrases give me one and like uh like one of them uh do you have yours memorized by the way or are you are you going off a script no i i go off my phone yes. i've i've always seen everybody go yeah, off their phone same. um i one of them was um when uh when adam drops his daughter off at preschool he doesn't know whether he wants to shoot the place up or fuck one of her classmates <laughs> Like, like I, I know I have to go in cause especially cause my, my plan, I can say all this cause this isn't coming out till after. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but like my plan is to make him go first, like chat, like when they say who wants to go first, I'm going to go, Adam's going for it. Cause I want, yeah. I want him to go and make it dark immediately so yeah. that I know I can turn the fucking keys. Cause if I go first and I do something a little light, like I have one that I might just save it's light and I might save it just if I'm doing really well. Cause I think it's like fun. Like I, I just say Adam looks like he jerks off to Mythbusters, <laughs> which is just like a cute one. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's like a funny <laughs> reference and it's like a, but it's like, I can't start off with that. And then him be like, look at this fucking, uh, whatever he would say about, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I mean, look at this fucking twink. Yeah. I mean, like, like, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like cancer you, patient. You, you kind of want to go at like, I think I always, I always, always, always think about the Geraldo um, doing, I think it was the Panthers, but he does, but he comes out there and the first thing he does is fire shots at Artie Lang. Yeah. Where he goes, Artie, you fat drug addict. Yeah. And this is, yeah. and then you find out later that they just spent four days of him trying to clean up Geraldo and get him on a plane. Yeah. To get him to the roast. Yeah. And the first thing he does is call him a fucking fat yeah. drug addict. Yeah. yeah. And all I want to do is like, it's like, it's like, there's that. I love that so much. And I want to like look at Dean and just be like, Dean, you fat retard. Mm-hmm. And then just go like one of the things also, he's such a caricature. It's like, how can I like one of the bits that is um, like, it's like fucking Dean's a mullet Crocs down syndrome. It's like mm-hmm. the guy it's e- easy target. And that's the same thing that Dean thinks when he sees a passed out girl at a party. Mm-hmm. Like it's just now. And then I have two more of just Dean abusing women. jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, like Dean told yeah. me after, after the roast or after the, the mic, he's like, He's like, dude, if you beat me, I'm gonna punch you in the stomach. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Dean, I'm not every girl you've ever dated. Yeah, you don't need, you don't need to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like little, like just, and then God, and then just end with race. Mm-hmm. Just Dean being a fucking racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's doing, yeah. God has about him doing the, like, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited. I'm very very excited. I, I I'm honestly, so fucking excited. And I honestly and like Cypher Sound is supposed to DJ. I don't know if he actually is or not. Yeah, he's they, DJing. They I, say, I was talking to him last night. Yeah. Yeah, he said he's DJing the whole show. Yeah. That was another thing. I saw Cypher Sounds last night, and like, so I did, I did what was probably objectively one of the worst shows Cypher Sounds has ever done back in 2019 in Nashville, and it was like one of the hardest bombs I've also ever had. And when I saw that he was here with Ali, I was like, I'm gonna walk up to Cypher at some point and be like, I wonder, like, do you remember me? I know that shit is gay to do. Mm. 
Um, but I just wanted to walk up to him and be like, dude, do you remember that fucking terrible show we did in Nashville? And he came back at uh, Creek in the Cave. We were at the, they were performing on the outdoor stage and he came back to the bar and I walked up to him and before I got to him, he was like, yo, what are you doing here? <laughs> like he recognized me immediately and he like remembered the name of one of my best friends. It's a guy that booked him on the show mm-hmm. back in Nashville. And we're just like, we were just like hitting it off immediately. And he was like, yo, and he was telling me about like my friend's ex-girlfriend that like still hits him up on Instagram. Like tell me all this shit. And he like knows all these people. And I was like, oh my God, I don't yeah, know yeah. why I was telling that, but no, I love it. He was, uh, he's definitely going to be there tonight. Oh, because that's another thing that added a fold to like my nervousness about this for tonight is that it's like, I want to do well in front of Cypher. Right. Yeah. You want like, to, he's well- going to be sitting right next to me and like, I fucking love this dude. And him, he was, down. he was like, he even said, he was like, yo, you had some funny shit on that terrible fucking show we did. Did you work him in? Work him into what? Into your bit? No, nothing. That's a little too much. I got him something on mine, but it's not. It's more about Dean hating Puerto Ricans than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, I like. I like the idea. I wish it was. I like the roast battle, but I would. I love the. Like the panel of it. Like mm-hmm. if you were doing like an actual like the roast of one person. Yeah, like they do on the Comedy Central. Yeah, show, which is like where they it's sit like, there and they just go yeah. at the. They go at the panel first. They go at the dais. Mm-hmm. And then they work from they work backwards from there, and they work the way over. I, I love that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, finish the fucking virginity story with the girl, dude. So we're in her bed, condoms in the cigarette box. The cigarette box is on the bedside table, mm-hmm. and we're kissing or whatever, and we're taking our clothes off. Sure. And I, we're about to have sex. Yeah. It's about to happen. Yeah. I'm on top. Sure. Gotta be. I roll off to go to the bedside to pull this condom out of the cigarette box. She had no idea up until this point that I had a condom in a cigarette box, in a cigarette box. She knew that I had the cigarette box. She knew that it was like in she my, she thinks you're going for a smoke. It was like, this, like <laughs> it was like in my fucking shirt pocket yeah, yeah, all yeah. night. And she was, and she commented on like, you had a condom in there the whole, you knew this, like, like a, like, you know, how girls do her, like when you pull out the condom and she was like, did you think this was going to happen all night? Yeah. Like she did one of those. I hoped. Uh, I've just prepared. I'm the bear grills of coming early, you know? Uh, and I, I pull it out and I'm putting it on. So now I'm laying on the bed and she gets on top of me and she, trying to think of the the steps and how this actually happened i had the condom on she then this is gross go she i don't like talking like go this. This is the thing i'm a sweet boy you gotta do it she fucking sat on it yeah okay <laughs> she was waiting for the bus and she uh she yeah. was like she <laughs> she went she fucking she threw that thing a couple times and then she, <laughs> she went, uh, but did I say wait did I say in the story that she I watched her put a Nuva ring in did I say that it's very said, important wait wait this is the same you mentioned that how I saw her you. put in the Nuva ring like hours before this that's not how you're supposed to do a Nuva ring Are, isn't it supposed to always just be in no I don't think so you only put it in before you have sex no 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 she would just must have gotten a new one or something I don't know how those work. No, yeah, she never, I don't think she ever, like, also took it out. You don't just put it in before sex. She was just like, today's the day I put in my Nuva ring, or my new Nuva ring, or whatever. I don't know know if that's how that works. Now, she she throws it back a couple times, but then she goes, um, 
I want you to take the condom off. And I, like the gentleman I am, obliged. You have to. And I took it off. She And she said, like, I want to feel you inside me. And I took it off. And she, she fucking sat back down. And I felt the nuva ring <sighs> on the tip of my dick. And a nuva ring, and I don't know if they still look this way, but I know back in 2011, they had like a little pointy thing on the end of them. And I could feel like she had a stinger inside of her pussy, like she was a bee. And I could feel on the top of my dick, and it, and it, this is the first time I've ever had sex, and I'm feeling it, and I'm just like in my head, like going back in my head and like, Seeing the inside of her body, like fucking a thousand ways to die, like seeing the X-ray in and seeing it and seeing my, you know what I mean? And it freaked me out, and I lost my erection. And On the first time of having sex, you yes, yes, and wow. I and I had not, I didn't lose my erection because I cummed. Yeah, I just lost, I psyched myself out. Yeah, and I and then she obviously notices, and she pulls the noodle out. And she like sits down next to me, and she's like, "It's fine." I didn't tell her why it happened. I was just like, "I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't. It doesn't usually happen." And she was like, "It's fine. It fucking happened." She didn't care. She was like very nice about it. Uh-huh. She didn't fucking care. Women are always nice about it. And we were. Hey, I think that she might. We might have like hooked up after that a little bit. Sure. And then hey, t- afterwards, t- hey, touch it. I leave her house. And I go and hang out with some friends of mine immediately after. And I it's it was two dudes and a girl friend of mine. I don't want to say their name, but I know exactly who was there. I remember we were hanging out in the baseball fields in Nolensville, Tennessee. We were hanging out on the baseball fields in, in fucking left field. Uh-huh. And we, we used to do that like in the middle of the night. Like we would just go hop the fence and go hang out on the baseball fields. And we were sitting there, and I told them the story, and the girl said that was in our friend group, she w- I was like, and I fucking felt her nuva ring on the tip of my dick. And she was like, I don't think that that was her nuva ring. I think you were hitting her cervix. Her, like the, the fucking... The little, the, little, the little thing in the back, the little... She was like, you were, hit, you were, you were hitting her fucking cervix. <sighs> And everyone started laughing, and I didn't know why that was funny when she because this is my first time having. And and then one of my guy friends was like, "That means that you have a huge dick if you're hitting her cervix." And I was like, "Okay, so I guess we can just admit that I it wasn't her cervix." <laughs> I guess that's what we just found out. It was something else. Maybe she lost a a fucking ring pop up there. I don't know what the fuck happened, but if it's if you need a big dick to hit a cervix, I ain't your got boy it. ain't hitting it. <laughs> your boy ain't seen home plate if that's what you gotta There's swing with. There's nothing worse than when a girl's like, you fucking feel when a girl says you feel so big today. Mm-hmm. As today. If, as if to say uh-huh. you never yeah. were before. The soup of the day was good today. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, today's game was great. Yeah. 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 Yeah, dude, I was fucking this girl so much. My dick, I got a ridge on my dick. All right, dude. Like I'm, like I've got like a new vein, mm-hmm. and it's like wrapped around half. I'm, I'm a little bit worried about it. I've talked about it on the pod. I'm a little bit nervous about what it might be. Yeah, because it's it's not it's new. Yeah, and now you're, you, I got you know, it's like a ridge wallet. Yeah, you know, it's like a ridge wallet. It's like you see how this mic right here, how this is what it is, and there's this, this little, yeah, this little guard. I have one of those on my dick now. Yeah, which is not what you want. So. Did you ever go back and fuck that girl again? So we actually, that was the last time that we hung out for a very long time. And then I think that we actually, a few years later, I was in college. She was not. 
And um, we we went on a date. I think we I think we matched on Tinder a few years later. Hold on, do you count that as losing your virginity? Getting it in, and then I feel like you got a you got a nut to lose your virginity. I nutted later in that same sexual. Yeah, but like I'm situation. talking about like nutting from actual fucking. Well, see, now I've had that argument in my head my entire life. I don't know if that counts. I don't know if that counts. I think it. I think it technically counts. <clears throat> well, here's my other thing. So like, here's where the the whole being a virgin or not being a virgin stigma starts to get into a gray area. Is like before that night though, I had gotten my dick sucked and. And like with my high school girlfriend and like had every literally every single kind of sexual experience except for missionary sex. Did you do an anal though? No, no. That's what I was doing. Um, and, but of all of everything except for those two things on the menu we did. So like I don't I don't count that as even mentally or emotionally me losing my virginity with that girl that night because it's like i've i've been sexual with a girl a million times but i'm talking like going there and having yes sex, like of course it in of and course doing it all the yes. way the, the way you're the way you but that's do the thing today. is the definition of like because when you think to yourself right now if someone walked in this room and they were like i'm a virgin do you think oh but maybe he's gotten his dick sucked a few times no you think like this guy's never touched a woman i don't think that Oh, see, that's what I think when I think of. I, I think I think there's a. I know because like I'm from, it's Jesus country, hmm. so everyone's sucking and doing anal, and eating pussy. But see, that's not. I don't but see I'm that not, as the same thing as being a virgin. Like okay, so like if there's a girl that sucked sixty six dicks before she graduates high school, she's not a fucking virgin. By definition, she is. I guess by definition, but I don't culturally see her as a virgin. Well, she's it's a like, whore. Okay, dude. So that's not what I said. Sixty-six dicks. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm also just saying. Now she's a girl that knows what she wants. Yeah, and she wants. Likes. Do any girl that's like, I just want to suck you and leave. God bless. That's see. That's not. You don't look at that girl when I when I think of a virgin in my head, a virgin woman. I don't think a girl that would. Would, that would suck the whole defense. I watched. I watched. Uh, there was a porn I saw one time, and there was uh, this guy. I think it was Rico Strong is the porn star's name, and he fucks this white girl, and he wants to put it in her pussy. She goes, "No, you can't. I'm a, my pussy's for marriage. I haven't had sex, but you can fuck my ass with that." Well, that's just weird. Cock. Yeah, and I was like, even as I saw someone I, ten years ago, I'm probably mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever. I'm eleven apparently. Mm-hmm. I'm not twenty-one. Twenty. Twenty. But seeing that and being like, oh, they're still having sex. Yeah. If you see a girl getting fucked in her ass, you are there having sex. Yeah. Now that girl can say she's never had sex in her pussy before. So do you call her a virgin? No, I don't. You don't. No, no. You don't. That's but that now you're making my argument. No, no, no. But you're talking. I'm oral and dick inside of somebody, and you're doing all of the things you would do just a couple inches south. That's very much. That's on the. That's same not as, a virgin. That's what I'm saying. That's what I've been saying this whole time. You're talking about sucking. I'm talking about Dude, anal. I'm, That's two very different things. Sure. Blowing somebody and getting fucked in your ass. Yeah. But here's my thing. Like, I guarantee we you. We went off the rails at the end fast. I guarantee you. <laughs> I've like, before I was of voting age, 69 hundreds of times. Hundred, Yeah, sure. 
That was mine and my high school girlfriend's but I'm favorite thing like to the do. Full, like, the, the I know, but, but what I'm saying is, to her puss. but what I'm saying is, there were also dudes in my high school that were actual virgins. Me and them aren't on the same. We're not talking about the same well, thing. Yeah, there's levels to it. That's what I was saying the whole time. Shh, okay, don't it's be, not don't one yell, or the gotta, other. Gotta yell at me. I'm yelling. <laughs> I'm drinking now and I'm yelling. I love that. I love that you're back. I'm back, baby. The kid is back. Here we are. Yeah. I got to pee. Can we end this Let's thing? Let's do it. All right, awesome. get out of here. We got to get out of here. Time to go. Appreciate y'all. doing it, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course, dude.